Day on Locked On Rockies. Another doubleheader for the Colorado Rockies and something I think Rockies fans are excited about by the top of the order. You are Locked On Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rock On Rockies fans, welcome into the Locked On Rockies podcast for today, the first day of June in the year 2022, a new month for the Colorado Rockies, and let's hope it's a better month. And it all starts today with a doubleheader against the Miami Marlins. We're going to break that down, but before we do that, I got to tell you that today's episode is brought to you by Blue Nile. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com, and Locked On Rockies listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more this podcast. Podcast exclusive includes engagement. Use code locked on at checkout. We are proud to be part of the Locked On Podcast Network and proud to be your first listen of the day. Thank you so much for making Locked On Rockies your first listen of the day. And if you like the show, help the show grow by clicking that subscribe button on YouTube, telling your friends to do it. It's a massive help for me and it's a massive help for the show because we have a lot of fun talking about the Colorado Rockies each and every day right here on this wonderful podcast. And like I said uh, to start the show today, we're talking Miami Marlins, Rockies series and another double for the Rockies and uh, I'm going to dive into a hypothesis I think with the Rockies I don't love when the Rockies play double headers I I think the Rockies are a team that uh, at least in my eyes in the way I feel historically struggle in double headers especially giving up a ton of runs in at least one of the games of double headers and we'll look back to see if I have uh, any merit in that uh, in that hypothesis we'll also talk about a article on Purple Row that uh, has a lot of uh, talk about going up, going down, who is going where in terms of the minor leagues for the Colorado Rockies. And we are going to talk about the importance of Charlie Blackman yet again DHing in the leadoff spot. But let's dive into my hypothesis here, my my uh, my quick hot take sports radio type stuff. Every time the Rockies have a doubleheader, I just feel like they're not on their stuff. I feel like especially in game one of doubleheaders, the Rockies struggle. And I, I, I wish I, I, I should go deeper. I should go further back. But we'll, we'll just take a look at the, the Rockies are playing their third doubleheader in 11 days. And I have to wonder what that's like. I mean, that is a, a very interesting shift when it comes to the rhythm and the flow of the season. Obviously, you prepare for it, but it's kind of interesting with, with baseball to go to keep going with the momentum and keep going and keep going, and then wham, you get an, an, an unplanned off day that might come at the right time for teams and might come at the wrong time for teams. And I'm wondering maybe if, if it's coming at the right time for the Rockies, getting an extra day of rest there for, for, for some players there, especially be, bolstering up a bullpen that did have to get used in in multiple doubleheaders now uh, three doubleheaders in 11 days that's that's a lot of doubleheaders it's very very strange and to go off of my uh my hypothesis here let's take a look at the rockies in those three doubleheaders at least so the uh most recent one was in the national series there in washington 
That was Saturday. So again, that's not that long ago. The Rockies just played a doubleheader on Saturday there. The Nationals put up 13 runs in that first game. and uh, But the Rockies did they get their one win of the series there in the uh, nightcap there, stealing it 3-2. to two. Going back a little further here, the Rockies in the doubleheaders with the Mets. They split the doubleheader there with the Mets. Five runs in the uh, first game for the Mets, only one for the Rockies. But the Rockies go explode for 11 runs there and taking out the Mets there in the nightcap. And now we scroll back again to the third doubleheader. Where is that one? Where? Let's see. 11, 14, 15, 16, 18. Where is that other one? Is it 11 days? Where's the other doubleheader? Anywho. I'm already clearly wrong. It's in Pittsburgh. That's where it was, wasn't it? There was a, wasn't it in Pittsburgh? No, it wasn't in Pittsburgh. Huh. Anyway, this is their third doubleheader. That's why I, I'm, I just completely misread my math. <laughs> That's embarrassing. So in the last two, the Rockies have split the doubleheaders, and they haven't necessarily given up as many runs as I thought, except for that 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 thumping there by the Nationals. Going back to the doubleheader with the Tigers, the Rockies got blanked thirteen to nothing before splitting them the the nightcap at three and two. So clearly, I'm not on to something correctly by saying the Rockies are a bad doubleheader team. It's just something about doubleheaders that it's very interesting watching the Rockies, especially with the lineups they usually have to go with in the second game. The big story of this doubleheader and the big story that could be, could, if you're looking for new, you know, new month, new fresh things, new opportunities, new, new chances, Senza returns from the IL. Herman Marquez is also on the bump for the second game. These are two pitchers that, if they come out and have solid starts, could start you know setting things off in the right step. And again, putting uh, putting any narrative to, to to bed that I have about the Rockies struggling in doubleheaders. Splitting doubleheaders is fine. It's just double digit give, uh, runs given up in those doubleheaders, and you know is something to be concerned about. Especially when we've seen how long those day, the days can get for the Rockies. I mean, that doubleheader there against the Nationals and the way that one started was uh, was atrocious. <laughs> it was absolutely atrocious for the Rockies and, and and Austin Gomber specifically. But here's here's a good opportunity, especially for these two pitchers to come out and lead this team into a, a, another long day of baseball. Make it shorter by being able to to rely on your starting pitching. How is Senza going to feel coming off of the IL with some rest and coming back? Is it going to be is it going to be uh, are we going to see some some, you know, IL uh, uh, D, you know, you know, some 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 rust? Or are we going to see Senza maybe, you know, coming back, maybe a little refreshed, maybe did a little bit more, you know, I don't know, I'm just maybe a little more film time, maybe a little bit more pitch work while he was doing stuff to to work on the, 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 the to get more of the ground ball outs, to, to be more effective when they're putting the ball in play, and maybe trying to get a couple more strikeouts in his lineup. I don't necessarily know how you can just do that while you're on the IL, but I'm just saying maybe that you're working on a working on a reshift, a refocus, a different approach to the game. And, and Herman Marquez... We just need a good start from him. I think I think with Herman today, if he can go out there and get a nice solid start for the Rockies, that's going to be not only the way to to, bo- to boost him, but also to boost the Rockies and, and and get them again 
build on this momentum. I mean, if the Rockies do win both these games, that's a series sweep. That's I mean, that, that's a that's a massive, massive uh, change of momentum for the Rockies against the NL East, who, if you're not the Mets, have really, really struggled this year. The Braves aren't nearly as intimidating as as I thought and have the they still have the potential to be. But the Rockies are good against the NL East historically. The NL East ain't that great right now. Again, another stretch where the Rockies can find themselves to gain some ground to build back up because the the, the NL West is only getting deeper and uh, a deeper and more more wins. I mean, the Diamondbacks are winning games right now. The the, the Diamondbacks uh, uh, are are currently twenty five and twenty six. They're they're just above the Rockies. They are going through the stretch where they're playing the Braves and 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 then going into the Pirates. They're getting the benefit of that schedule too. The Rockies need to take advantage of these struggling teams, especially when you got a division stretch coming up next on the road when you're going to San Francisco and you're going to San Diego. So these games against the struggling NL East are all important. Winning the series and beating if you if you sweep the Marlins today, the Rockies can get back to tw- their 24 and 26 if they sweep the Marlins today. That can get them in a position that if you split the series with the Braves, you're still going to be two games if you you win the series with the Braves, you're a good chance you're above 500. There's a lot of there's a lot of momentum building to be doing here. I mean, you got to string these. It's home series leading into the tough road series. Now, this is the time to change change things around. It's going to be tough though because at this point, you you we don't know when Chris Bryant's going to come back. It could I'm I'm going to say it's going to be middle of the month at this point. I'm not going to get maybe even maybe even July at this point. It just because. While he's he, he's got to be there, he's not going to play until he's got that back that back figured out. So how the Rockies can stay can continue to stay in the fight, continue to keep the third wild card spot in their eyes again. That's the ex, that's that's the goal for the Rockies, or at least in my if you're if you're still trying to go for the playoffs, keep your eyes on that third wild card spot and work towards that because that's going to be the most the most difficult thing for you to get to and it's going to take taking beating these teams and winning some division games because this team's got to get momentum get tough build confidence going into that that division road trip and it all starts with a doubleheader today that's the that's where it uh that's where it starts again I, I'm glad that when you look at it, the Rockies are splitting doubleheaders. I should I want to dive deeper in maybe in the past and maybe someone else, you know, maybe someone's already looked into that. But this is a, this is a t- this is a toughness check for the Rockies here. Three doubleheaders in 11 days. Home series. Teams that are struggling. Big comeback win. Off day for a little rest. We'll see what happens. It's it's a, a good potential today because the Rockies got their 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 two their two. The Rockies have two pitchers that they believe that they can count on and need to show up for their team today. And that Senza and Marquez need to be the studs today. Need to be the studs today. Senza gets a little bit of, you know, coming off the IL, there's something there, sure. But those are the two players that need to step up for the Rockies today. A, a sweep a sweep is big for the Rockies. A sweep is huge for the Rockies here. A good Two games, a good three-game stretch. Build your confidence. That is going to be an, exactly the type of thing the Rockies need to get going back in the right direction. Let's talk about uh, some stuff that Purple Row has going on there and uh, a bunch of promotions that are going to be going on. But before we do, 
uh, I got to tell you about some of the great folks that make this show possible, and that includes Blue Nile. At BlueNile.com, you can celebrate all of life's special moments, from creating the custom engagement ring of her dreams to gifting a classic and timeless jewelry piece, all at prices you won't find at a traditional jeweler. Whether you're ready to pop the question or you're celebrating a milestone moment, find jewelry as unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. Here's the deal, folks. If you're in over your head when it comes to jewelry, Blue Nile has staff, knowledgeable staff, available 24-7 on the phone or via chat that are going to help you find that memorable gift at every single budget. Make every moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. And Locked on Rockies listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement. Use code Locked On. That's code Locked On. Plus, every order is insured. Ships free and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress-free and find your forever peace. Go to BlueNile.com today. That's BlueNile.com. And you can use the promo code locked on for $50 off purchases of $500 or more. Hey, folks, we have an important favor to ask you. We put together a survey so we can learn more about listeners like you and make your favorite Locked On podcast even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and don't like about Locked On podcasts. Go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey right now to get started. It won't take very long, and everyone that completes a survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. To take our audience survey, go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey. Thank you for your help. Eric Harper says the interaction in this show provides eases the sting of losses piling up. Well, that's what we like to do, Eric. We like to everyone says I, I, I got some comments at the beginning of the season. Some people were like, ah, you're doing the Rockies podcast. It must be terrible. You must be you must be so unhappy. You must be so miserable. And and sometimes it is. <laughs> and sometimes it is. This team it does make me feel miserable sometimes. But we we do it because Rockies fans are passionate. Rockies fans care about baseball. Rockies fans care about good baseball. And we want to find the good, the bad, and the ugly of the Colorado Rockies. And no better way than to do it together as fans right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Uh, let's dive over to uh, Mario DeGens uh, De over there on uh, Purple Row. Hope I got that last name right, but... Mario writes, Daniel Montano and the imminent promotions. This is over on Purple Row right now. You can go and check it out. It's probably going to be the first of a few within the next few weeks in the Rockies farm system. 23-year-old Daniel Montano recently got the call that he was being promoted from high A Spokane to double A Hartford. The lefty hitting out outfielder was slashing 321, 425, 23 in Spokane and will be headed towards what's universally considered the hardest challenge in the minors. The transition from high A to double A. It's been a long time coming, but Montano is starting to show why the Rockies splashed a $2 million signing bonus all the way back in 2015 when he was just 16. Let's take a look at his trajectory so far and preview some other moves that might be looming. Montano was always considered a bat-first center fielder, even when he signed, but his wide-shouldered frame that projected good power and his quick hands made it easier to project a move to a corner. Montano hit well enough through 2017, playing in the DSL, and even with the mediocre 2018, his pedigree and tools were enough to keep him mentioned. Then, 2019 happened. The predicted slide down the defensive spectrum kicked into high gear, with Montano seeing more time at the corners than in center. That wouldn't have been so bad had he mashed, but he did the opposite. The then 20-year-old Venezuelan hit an anemic 20, 218, 274, 344, 
a, a WRC plus at low A Asheville. He walked he walked very little, struck out almost a fourth of the time, and hit for no power to speak of in 504 brutal plate appearances. That showing caused him to slide off most prospect lists, lists or become a total afterthought in the ones he did appear on. As a young man with a lot to prove, the last 2020 minor league season was a big blow to Montano, he, and he entered 2021 as a 22-year-old corner outfielder in low A who hadn't posted an above-average line in four years. The lefty responded well, however, hitting 301, 380, 446, that's 120 WRC+, plus, and earning a mid-season promotion to high A, where his ground ball rate skyrocketed and he slumped yet again to a measly 283, 354, 337, 92 WRC plus line. He was tasked of repeating with repeating the levels this season, hit a bonkers 321, 420, 523, 167 WRC plus, topping it off with a Northwest League Player of the Week award before his promotion to Double A Hartford. So there's a there that is a, a, a hopefully big. I mean that's a, if the Rockies again big hitting outfielders. That's going to always be a benefit for the Rockies. And uh, Mario writes that this might not be the only move for the Rockies again. Daniel Montano and the imminent promotions over on Purple Row right now for you to go check out. You gotta go check it out. And you gotta go click it and read it. Montano isn't the only outfielder getting a promotion. Braden Ward, also 23 year old, is taking the Venezuelan spot in the Spokane outfield after hitting 367. 487 553 or 533 in low a fresno and there are a few rockies prospects playing excellent ball at their respective levels right now most obvious name is 20 year old phenom ezekiel tovar of course seriously he's hitting 326 408 593 in double a as a shortstop with a plus glove like what who's probably going to force the Rockies' hand sooner rather than later. Three other guys I'd like to mention as well are first baseman grant lavine hitting lav yeah i think it's lavine Lavigan, Lavigan, hitting 291, 395, 454 at high A, and three starting pitchers, righty Mike Ruff, 276 ERA and 45.2 innings at high A, lefty Mason Green, 1.93 ERA, 3.25 FIP in 46.2 innings at low A, and righty Carl Kaufman, 375 ERA, 317 FIP, 11.3 Ks per nine at double A. Kaufman and Ruff are both coming off getting rocked in their previous starts, so they may find that reason to wait just a tiny bit longer. So there's a nice update on what's going on down on the farm there from Mario DeGens uh, De there on Purple Row. Got to go and check it out uh, and make sure you give them the look. But Because he, he, he dives deeper into Montano's bounce back and uh, the role that Montano could play for the Rockies that I didn't read there. But lots of movement going on with the Rockies. And, of course, uh, the, the Rockies might have something or some uh, figuring out to do with the shortstop position i mean it's a, we talked a little bit about it yesterday i think we scratched the surface but that's going to be something to watch here as the year goes on especially when it comes to the where the rockies end up oh my dog loves to talk about rockies prospects uh but anyway uh let's shift gears a little bit here hold on one second let me go shut my door real fast there we go uh, and but before we do that, I want to tell you what we're going to talk about, and it's Charlie Blackman DHing in the leadoff spot yet again. Aren't you excited about that, Dot? Right? Anyway, before we do that, got to tell you about some of the great folks that make this show possible, and that includes Bet Online. 
Bet Online is the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info, and they continue to be that number one source through all the playoff action going on in the world of sports right now. That includes hockey. That includes basketball. Don't miss out on all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device advice to learn more about the trends and actions bet online where the game starts charlie blackman is once again leading off for the colorado rockies today in the dh spot this is a wonderful wonderful development for the colorado rockies this is the move that you've been needing to make for a while this is going to at least give you time while you're doing this you're giving more opportunities for someone like sam hilliard to see what you're actually going to get if there's anything you're going to get from sam hilliard at this point charlie blackman has proven that he can still swing it in the leadoff spot i think he would two leadoff home runs now this year on the season at least i, I know he had the, he just came up big he's he does have an ability to start the game off on the right on the right spot and it hasn't necessarily been an incredible year for charlie blackman in terms of offense but he has been stringing some hits he's gotten hits in his last three games uh he's done uh you know been 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 consistent enough i mean he's is the batting average is is low but you know the 240 241 308 730 line can be better but it also could be worse the nice thing is that that chuck is also getting the rbis he's he has four RBIs over his last three games. I don't like how much he's striking out uh, with a strikeout in every game so far. 27 strikeouts uh, on the year so far in 166 at bats. But, uh, you know, this is this is something that we that we want from Charlie Blackman. And I, I like the 730 OPS. I hope that gets higher. And, and, and but Charlie Blackman leading things off, and you're able to, especially coming in with Jonathan Daza being as, as as hot as he is underneath, that's going to be a nice mix for the Rockies. This is just, it, it seems like Charlie Blackman is embracing the role of DH more. And I that is a good thing for the Rockies, especially with his 23 RBIs, uh, seven home runs, second most on the team, uh, only behind the masher CJ Crone. Um, this... You know, this is a good lineup. This is with without uh, Chris Bryant in. This is this is the lineup you're gonna see. And I mean, it's only the, the lineup can get better. It's it's you're looking at the averages of the Rockies. You know, 241 for Blackman, 359 for Daza, 307 Crone, McMahon at 244, Connor Joe 271, Rogers is getting is coming way back 253, Sam Hilliard at 196. Three. Elias Diaz needs is the biggest worry to the offense in terms of his needing to heat up i mean he was he was really only great in the second half of the year last year um he wasn't necessarily the the most dominant the, the more dominant offensive force that we were used to until the 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 second half of the year maybe that's going to you know two months into the season now maybe we're going to see a heat up from him but uh those the Rockies are 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 the the life the pulse of the Rockies is still there and 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 continuing to 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 build on some offense if if the right people get it going on offense this team is going to to score more is that necessarily going to be enough to keep up with the struggling uh, with the performance of struggling starters in a bullpen that's not that great i'm not sure however rockies are in good spots to win this uh this series and, and and are in a spot to sweep if they can if they can win game one here they're going up against a rookie making his debut today 
exactly what you what you want from the Rockies when it comes, you know that's why you lead Chuck off have him go up against the rookie have the veteran at bat uh, at first there then you go into the hot hand into the power It'd be interest not loving Ryan McMahon in four anymore I I, I can't say that and and uh, Eric you asked me what is my ideal one through nine for the Colorado Rockies uh, I do like Blackman in the leadoff. Blackman or Joe leading off. Honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of. I think Joe might be a better. It's tough with Connor Joe because you're either going to go Blackman or Joe leading off, and then uh, you, I, Jonathan Daza, keep him in the two hole for sure. Uh, Crone in three is good, especially if you're getting two people going there. Uh, but this is where Chris Bryant is needed. Chris Bryant is going to put fit someone in, into that three through five range. Maybe you drop Crone to four. You go Bryant in, uh, in three. McMahon in the five. Rogers six. Uh, and then you go, I guess, well, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you're leading Charlie off, you got to go Connor Joe. I would go Joe in the five spot. I would go... Bryant, Crone, Joe, Rymac, Rogers, Iglesias, Diaz. That's what I would do. And then honestly, you just flip Blackman and and Connor Joe. But maybe you put maybe you move you move uh, Chuck into three, drop Bryant into the five, let Crone sit in the four, uh, and and just move those around. That's that's probably what I would do. But CJ uh, CJ Crone needs to stay in that three to four range. I I would honestly maybe I wouldn't wouldn't hate to see a flip between. Crone and Ryan McMahon, but but Crone can with if you're just going more likely to drive in a leadoff runner right now than Ryan McMahon. But Ryan McMahon with the 22 RBIs as well. He he has been driving in some runs. Just I just want more. I just I really want Ryan McMahon to get up to that 270. And uh, you know even if he gets he, I don't know if how much how many home runs, but a, a, a 270 20 home run season. That is uh, that is that's what I'm looking for. But uh, I, I I just I just think. I just think that Rymac at the four is just, just isn't working, but at the same time you're put in a tough spot with no Chris Bryant in your lineup right now. But hopefully the Rockies can get a win, a couple of wins today, get a sweep today, get back on track. But uh, folks, that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked On Rockies. Thank you all so much for making us your first listen of the day. Make sure that you are going to go and. Find us on your favorite streaming service. Make sure that you're subscribed to the YouTube channel so you can pop into the live chat just like Eric and Nick do every single day. We got a big crowd here as well tuning in right now. So thank you to each and every one of you for tuning in, whether it be on the YouTube channel or on your favorite streaming service where we are free and streaming. Now that you've made Locked on Rockies your first listen of the day, go make Locked on MLB your second listen of the day with the Walking Baseball Encyclopedia, Sully, and stay up to date with all things Colorado sports. Crazy win for the Avs last night. A crazy game. What's going to happen with the goalie injury? Stay up to date with everything on Locked On Avalanche. Don't miss out on Locked On Broncos and Locked On Nuggets as well. And folks, until next time, I'm Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked On Rockies podcast.